Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Colleen and Bradley on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, each and every day we start the show with the three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today. And we call that the three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Well, we've been discussing um, the, the news about Kim Kardashian West visiting the White House to have a conversation with... President Donald Trump about prison reform that resulted in uh, the uh, what, what's the word Co- commutation? Yep. Okay, I just had like a brain fart right there of uh, Alice Marie Johnson, mm-hmm. and um, she was interviewed on CNN about how this all went down, and she tells us about when she arrived in the Oval Office, how they sort of broke the ice. I never get starstruck. I was starstruck over the Oval Office. I walk in and, you know, I had met him before. He was the president a few times. So it was a hug and sat down and he was like, okay, so, so what's going on? Well, why, you know, why are we here? He started the meeting. I, I did take a second to say like, wait a minute, we're in the Oval Office. <laughs> like, this is crazy. I did take that minute to say that. And then I said, he said, well, what are we here for? And I said, I'm here because I really want to know why did you kick Chloe off The Apprentice? <laughs> <laughs> laugh, and it was funny, and then we got into business. So she and started business she did. with a joke, and yeah, she made thought, it happen. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm here for this. I don't, I know it's like if you're going to have all that power, thank you for using it for good. Now, maybe uh, keep it up and let's bring attention to the thousands of other people just like Alice Marie Johnson. Yeah, yeah, it turns out you can waste train. And do good in the world. <laughs> I'm willing to put up with your. No, I'm actually not because I think that's a horrible message for mm-hmm. women. But um, I'm here. To, I'm here for your contouring. There videos, you go. But uh, as long as you do some yeah, good, yeah. put some good out there. I am behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. Okay, so remember that guy who was doing the break dancing and backflips and we we pow, and then a gun flew out and shot somebody. Yeah, I do. I remember that. That was earlier this week. It was. Well, people are still talking about it. Jeez. And uh, specifically today, the guy who got the shot in his leg. Let's have a listen. I heard a loud bang and I thought, oh, some idiot set off a firecracker. All of a sudden, my from the knee down became completely red. And that's when it clicked in my head. Oh, I've been shot. Party shot in the leg. I originally thought like 
when I found out I got shot, it was an altercation that I got hit in the crossfire of because civilian casualties like that, dude, those happen. But when I saw him do a backflip, I couldn't, I couldn't help but laugh. There was no pointing, there was no aiming. I don't blame the guy. I don't want to ruin his life. I just want a private phone call from this guy. I just want to focus on my leg getting better than anything else, you know? I don't want to blame anybody, throw anybody under the truck. I just want to heal. Okay, he so he just wants to heal. I love how he's also like, yeah, so some stuff happened. I got shot in the leg and there was some blood and I'd be suing the pants off of right? that guy. I hope he is. is it he? doesn't sound like he is. He just wants a, a phone call. No, he needs to he sue. He wants an apology. It's America, man. USA. If you're not going to use mm-hmm. America to its fullest extent, you need to go home. <laughs> He is home. Okay, whatever. But anyway, my point is, make some money. Can I just say this? Can <clears throat> he just focus on his leg healing? And maybe we don't have to talk about the story anymore. I'm fine with it. It's Friday. We're done. Bye. All right, bye. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oh. Woof. That was the feeling I had, literally. No pun intended. While I was walking my dog this morning at about 6.30, maybe, mm-hmm. this morning. Uh, or shortly before or after I was listening to the news and they broke in that uh, Anthony Bourdain had passed away and uh, it was a shock. We're going to talk about a lot today and it's certainly not the first story this week of a celebrity who has died by suicide. So it's been a heavy week for people, yeah, right? Absolutely. Especially when it's a celebrity and you feel a connection to that person uh, or just everybody's talking about mm-hmm. it. So it has an effect on you regardless of how you feel about the individuals involved. But for this moment, let's listen to a little bit of the person involved and particularly today that is Anthony Bourdain. This was from an interview, I think, in 2017 uh, from NBC. And you didn't wake up and start in this business as the famous and well-known Anthony Bourdain. I wrote an article. My mom actually said, you should send it to the New Yorker. And I mean, the next day I got a call saying, you know, we'll give you 50 grand to write a book. I'm no dummy. I'm Dunkin' French fries at age 44. I'll write the damn book. (laughs) Kitchen Confidential wasn't your typical cookbook. In fact, it wasn't a cookbook at all. The bestseller pulled back the curtain on the restaurant industry and detailed Bourdain's personal struggles with drug addiction. To date, more than one million copies have... Oh, did that? I'm sorry. I must have uh, asked you to cut it off too soon. That was a uh, Willie Geist interview from 2017 with uh, Anthony Bourdain talking about the thing that really got him started. And then the other clip that you would have heard, uh, I apologize, the other part of the discussion essentially tells us what he enjoyed so much about doing what he did, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, people came into his life after he wrote that book and said, we want to do a TV show. What do you think? And he was like, "Uh, I think I want to travel uh, all over the world and eat some food. And they were like, sold. Yeah. And then he embarked upon this journey, which so many people, you know, followed um, for the last decade plus. I think one of the things that can be difficult about hearing about somebody like Anthony Bourdain or even Kate Spade, who uh, also died by suicide earlier this week, uh, and and any number of other celebrities who have taken their own lives that we have talked about on this show, I think the thing that can be uh, so so hard for people to understand is how can people who have literally the American dream, right? Mm -hmm. The fame, Mm -hmm. the fortune, um, the connections, the lifestyle. How can those people 
be in such a a place of pain that this feels like the only answer. And again, I think it just speaks to the fact that um, that that this that this type of sadness, this type of emptiness, this type of pain is not knows no knows no fortune, knows no fame. Well, and absolutely. And not just, you know, there's so much mental illness, addiction, depression, whatever you want to call it. There are so many different things at work, and we don't understand how all those things work. We don't understand the depths to which uh, they can bring people. But what we do know is that it has a tremendous effect on those individuals, obviously, in the case of suicide, um, but then certainly the people around them. And um, it's it's refreshing that our conversations used to be, how could a person do this to themselves? Mm-hmm. How could a person do this to their family? Why they had so much to live for. Why would you throw it all away? Those are many of the things that I heard when I was in the midst of my uh, struggle with alcohol. We're like, oh, if you just apply yourself, if you just do X, Y, and Z, you won't have to, why, let's just stop being, uh, you know, uh, stop having problems. Okay, well, mm-hmm. don't you think most rational people, if they could stop or if they could uh, rise above or if they could just keep going on, they would. Right. So right. if they're not, maybe we should look at why. And certainly we're going to do a little bit of that on the rest of the show today. But I'm sure that's where a lot of people have been sitting in their heads uh, today. And I just find that completely refreshing that we're actually, you know, talking about how it isn't um, as easy as making a lot of money. Absolutely. Having fame and fortune. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, you know, I, I've sort of today been reflecting on how interesting the year 2018 has been in terms of bringing above uh, the surface a lot of these difficult conversations that we were maybe talking around, Mm -hmm. uh, but maybe not talking specifically about. And this conversation about mental illness, about um, about suicide, these things are important conversations to have. And, and, and if you are not a person, listen, I've said this before. uh, If somebody has a mental illness or depression, nobody says, Oh yeah, I've never heard of that. What is that? We all know what it is. We're just not talking about it in an open and honest way. And, uh, and and bringing these things kind of bubbling up over the surface. Sadly, we've lost some amazing people throughout, you know, Hollywood, but also just in our lives as a result of this. Uh, and it's time. It's time to have the conversations. And so that is part of what we will be doing today throughout the show. We are going to continue with some of the things that you've come to expect from our show. We will be doing Crazy Stupid Idiots. We will be doing the Throwback Live at 145. But intertwined with that, we also will be reflecting on the life of Anthony Bourdain and and uh, speaking with professionals about um, about what kinds of things we need to know as a community about mental illness, about suicide, about addiction, about any number of things um, that we haven't been talking about in the same open and honest way. And it's also Friday, so we're going to have a little fun. Uh, You know, we're going to just take a few deep breaths. And when we come back, our good friend Elizabeth Reese will join us. And no doubt she'll have all the latest on the top stories of the days at Elizabeth today. Yes. Okay. Elizabeth Reese with a dirt alert after this. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here and she's brought all the dirt from Hollywood. I know some of it is difficult I know. to talk about. This Anthony Bourdain thing is just so, so sad. What another great loss. And I just, 
hate that I'm having to talk about this all week long. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, we're still reeling from the death of Kate Spade. And just three days later, celebrity chef. I mean, you know, celebrity chef is one thing. I think Anthony Bourdain, bigger than being a celebrity chef, uh, was a storyteller Mm. and um, was a connector of people because he was able to share stories of cultures and communities and countries that many of us sort of dismiss based on connecting us all through food. Mm -hmm. Very, very gifted and an incredible writer. And Anthony Bourdain died by suicide at the age of 61 last night. He was shooting in France and was found uh, in his hotel room by his very good friend and another extremely famous and well-accomplished chef, Eric Mm Repair. And I cannot even imagine how devastating that was no. for Eric Repair. No. Eric Repair and Anthony Bourdain have done several episodes of Anthony's show, Parts Unknown, together, and mm-hmm. they are wildly entertaining together. Mm-hmm. And it just a joy to watch. And um, his girlfriend, Anthony's girlfriend, Asia Argento, who is an Italian actress, uh, tweeted out today, Anthony gave all of himself in everything he did. His brilliant, fearless spirit touched and inspired so many, and his generosity knew no bounds. He was my love, my rock, my protector. I am beyond devastated. My thoughts are with his family. I would ask that you respect their privacy and mine. And I think most people, especially, I mean, really, whenever someone dies unexpectedly, you go right to the family, right? Mm -hmm. So, and how they must be dealing with it. And, um, you know, he's got an ex-wife and a child. And a child. An 11-year-old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He became a father later in life. And I was watching interviews with him where he was talking about just what that meant for him that becoming a parent meant that he was no longer the star of the show and what a glorious relief that was. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's something I think that as parents, you don't always recognize that that feeling of thinking about you so much that, yeah. that we can tend to do just as humans yeah. Yeah. that then sort of naturally has to get pushed aside when you have a child because you just have another person to care for. And then there's also that instinctual feeling that you have to care for that uh, future generation more than yourself, that that is a bit of a relief yeah. because it means that you can just kind of step back and take a breather from what you feel like your place in the world has to be. Absolutely. Anthony Bourdain recently credited his relationship with um, Asia Argento for making him happy in ways that he didn't think he would ever be for sure. Now, remember, she was one of the big um, outspoken women who talked about Harvey Weinstein and said that he raped her. Mm -hmm. And she, Anthony Bourdain, has then been a vocal proponent of the Me Too movement. I remember when uh, Mario Batali, when it was talked about that Mario Batali had been accused of sexual harassment and assault, that... Anthony Bourdain was not surprised by this, um, as a lot of other chefs weren't. Uh, these two, Anthony and Asia, were on each other's social media together nonstop. Now, he talked about substance abuse issues in the past, and I don't... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I don't think it was any secret that he was a complicated and um, somewhat tormented man. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that anybody expected this. No, for certain. No. Yeah, we are, you know, we've got a lot planned throughout the day to talk a little bit about what he meant, certainly both to the food world, but just generally to uh, educating people about, to your point, um, communities and cultures that maybe had been written off. For sure. And doing so through what we all have in common, which is that each and every day we put food in our mouths and we mm-hmm. chew it and we eat it and we break bread with people around us. Yeah. And that was the the common denominator that he used to, as an entry point to some greater cultural conversation. You're totally right. You're well, absolutely right. And he actually like had an impact on world affairs. 100%. Like, do you remember, um, I think Jason, Rez- I don't know if you, how you pronounce his last name, Rezaian Rezaian, who was a reporter and who'd been arrested in Iran yep. and was uh, essentially, and he did an episode of Parts Unknown in Iran featuring Jason and his wife, and they were both journalists, and then Jason was jailed shortly after that. And then he was summarily released, and I think part of the reason was he had, he had achieved such a profile in the West in a way that, although you know he had done very important work up to that point, you know, just be, having been featured and being in the uh-huh. consciousness of people as a result of his show. Yep. I mean, it's not to say that he did it intentionally, but just it shows you the the effect that, you know, for sure. People didn't forget about him because they'd seen him on that issues. show. Yeah. yeah. President Obama tweeted out about Anthony Bourdain. He did an episode um, of Parts Unknown with Anthony and said uh, he tweeted a picture of them drinking a beer together in South Korea. And he said, low plastic stool, cheap, but delicious noodles, cold beer. This is how I'll remember Tony. He taught Mm -hmm. us about food, but more importantly about its ability to bring us together to make us a little less afraid of the unknown. We'll miss him. So CNN is going to devote the entire weekend paying tribute to Anthony Bourdain. It just announced they're going to remember their friend and colleague, Anthony Bourdain this weekend by sharing his talent and stories. They're producing a tribute called remembering Anthony Bourdain that will air tonight. Wow. So they are already frantically working on that. Um, They're also going to air on Saturday a night of Anthony Bourdain's favorite episodes of his series, Parts Unknown, starting at um, 7 Central here. And then Sunday, the previously scheduled episode of Parts Unknown in which uh, Anthony Bourdain went to Berlin will air as scheduled and there will be a special introduction by Anderson Cooper. And then they're going to do a repeat of that remembering Anthony Bourdain. You know what? So I so I DVR. Parts Unknown. I hadn't watched an episode in probably eight months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And last night I sat down and watched an wow. episode. Oh, I turned wow. it on and watched his episode on Armenia. And I went through and I thought, oh, and the kids were in bed and my husband was gone. And so I thought, oh, I'm just going to sit down. What do I want to watch? And I looked and I thought, I'm going to watch Anthony Bourdain's show. And then I woke up this morning and he'd passed away. I mm-hmm. could not believe it. Mm-hmm. It's just such a sad, sad thing. So, but while I was enjoying my lunch in front of the computer, I was like, um, I just, I want to make some really good food this weekend. Like maybe throw some chicken thighs in the oven and sit down on the couch and just watch old episodes of Parts Unknown well, and No Reservations because mm-hmm. I feel like that's the best. And I do this frequently whenever someone I, I sort of, um, you know, idolize or have appreciated their work when they pass away. 
you just want to be surrounded by the thing that made them special. Yeah. And in this case, it's those shows. In yeah. 2016, he did an episode of Parts Unknown where he talked about something as simple as a bad burger could send him into a downward spiral. He talked about this when he was visiting Argentina. Um, and this is a country that really fascinated Anthony Bourdain because the focus there is really on um, mental health treatment is a big priority in Argentina. It's a cultural thing. And so that episode featured several scenes of Anthony talking with his therapist and addressing his real issues in his life. Um, at first, it kind of seemed like he was joking. He's very funny. But then as you go on, it it really became clear that he wasn't kidding around. It's just it's it's just a sad thing, guys. I just I don't know what else to say, except for if you are feeling like you need some help, please seek it out because there is hope there's always hope absolutely and we have resources on our website so you can head to mytalk1071.com and we'll be sharing some of those resources later in the show thank you bradley thanks you guys thank you elizabeth 651-641-1071 we need somebody to play our 30 second pop oh we are gonna have uh, a little fun today because it's friday and it's been a heavy week and we are going to focus on a little fun right now with a game that we like to play every day on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer and uh, that game we're going to play is the 30 second pop culture challenge 30 second pop culture challenge who's on the phone today Colleen and what is she playing for we've got Ashley on the line and what is Ashley playing for today, Holly? A pair of Fandango movie passes to see the movie Ocean's 8, which, by the way, is out today. Oh, fabulous. All right, the timer's going to start after I uh, ask... The, the timer will start after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I think so. All right, here we go. Don't think so, just know so. No. In your I heart. know so, okay. Michael Myers is the villain in what film franchise? Halloween. Which actor creates much under the name Childish Gambino? Okay. Spicoli is a character from which teen comedy movie? Oh, um, Past Times of Virginia High. Katy Perry is a judge on what reality competition series? American Idol. Yeah! Is the catchphrase of which hip-hop star? Um, Little John. Whoa! Okay, and which actor creates music under the name Childish Gambino? You know, I'm going to let you answer that that question because I said much music and it was, or excuse me, I said creates much and it should have been creates music. So you get to answer which actor creates music under the name Childish Gambino. Oh, gosh, what actor? Oh, gosh, I don't know this one. Um... Uh, what's the actor? Charles Bambino. Um, Take a guess. Uh, gosh. Um, actor Charles Bambino. Uh, I can't. I can't even think of anything. Um, Macaulay Culkin. Eh. Sorry, oh. Ashley, but Ashley, thank you for playing. You tried, and you did very well. Yes. the uh, and I apologize for throwing her off. The name of that actor is, by the way, Donald Glover. Yes. And now that we've played the 30-second pop culture challenge, we can move over here and do some uh, mystery solving in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, 
it's time to decode some celebrity gossip with our blind items. Our first blind item has to do with a permanent A-list, mostly movie actor and his wife. Okay. A permanent A-list, mostly movie actor and his wife. By the way, this blind item taking place at the AFI, AFI Lifetime Achievement Award ceremony that happened last night. Here's your blind item. This permanent A-list mostly movie actor and his wife were spotted practicing how they were going to kiss at an award show, and it still looked awkward and very rare. Okay, is uh, this, is he Australian? Wait, there's more, there's more. There is more. Oh, I'm sorry. It's very salacious, the next part of this blind item. Should have had his longtime male lover be a stand-in. Sure, they would have nailed it. um, What's the Australian guy's name? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Is it? like 50 50 oh okay let's do so, another one. Oh wait is okay so wait can i guess what the other 50 is mm-hmm. john travolta mm-hmm. oh okay really? so That's a, a good we guess, got a though. ding on a hugh jackman though right as a 50 50 option yeah, okay 50 50 option so okay. there's a better option is that what you're saying just another option well now see i'm looking at the comments section on crazy days and nights.net and there are some people on the comment section who are giving mm, another person an opportunity to be the subject mm. of this blind well, item. What's interesting and what could veer us away from Hugh Jackman is that he doesn't say foreign born. And mm. he's so usually very good about letting us know when the person comes from another land. Correct. Yes. Although the fact that he mentions his wife in uh, belies that she is not an actress and so and his wife is not that is correct if you are to believe the comment section on crazy days and nights.net i don't even know where this is coming from but i'm gonna say it and i've never heard these rumors about this person but george clooney oh come on what are you people smoking i just i thought for a second i thought you know what all of that would you know just because because nt lawyer who writes the blind items yeah for crazydaysandnights.net has often discussed Clooney's marriage as being a bit of a sham. So I that had the ring of truth. I'm, All right, I'm, so I've read, never heard that. Read rumor the blind about item Clooney. again and then we'll discuss. <clears throat> okay, let's discuss. All right. George Clooney and his wife were spot Amal Clooney were spotted practicing how they were going to kiss at an award show and it still looked awkward and very rare. Should have had his longtime male lover be a stand-in. Sure, they would have nailed it. Hmm. Who is George Clooney's male lover? I have no well, idea Well, I mean, I think that that's the other part of this blind item that I would like to uncover. Yes. So, again, we're going with the comment section on crazydaysandnights.net. And uh, a lot of people in the comment section are, are saying that. Uh, this was at the AFI. Mm-hmm. He, I was just looking to see if there were any photos of Hugh and his lady. Interesting. Yeah, I don't see any necessarily. But George Clooney, in fact, was the recipient of the 46 AFI oh. Lifetime Achievement Award last mm. night in Hollywood, California, USA. Interesting. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Move All right. On. Moving on. By the item. We now have to think about a foreign-born A-plus list singer... In this blind item, think of just that person because I don't think that anyone is going to be uh, able to guess uh, any of the other characters. The foreign-based group, the okay. band. Okay. 
So let's just focus on the foreign-born A-plus list singer in this blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. This foreign-born A-plus list singer wanted huge royalties and a bunch of upfront money and extra songwriting credits to keep working on a record with a foreign-based group. Their label wanted them to take the deal, but they want no part of it and have been very restrained in their comments about the situation. Hmm. Foreign-born A-plus list singer. Can we get uh, a male or female on this? It would be male. Okay. Foreign-born A-plus list singer. Not Ricky Martin? He's not really A-plus list. No, not Ricky Martin. Can we get an era on this? (laughs) Is this like somebody... uh, Is this a classic rocker type person? A pop type person? Uh, somebody over 50 or under 50? Under 50. Okay. They are a pop person. Okay. And they are having a moment now. Mm. Okay. Under 50 pop person having a moment now. Sam Smith? Uh, oh. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know of any group that he's a part of, but. Well, he's not a part of the group, but he apparently is, is working with, with oh, the group. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh. Is this like a Charlie Puth type situation? Is he a Charlie Puth? Don't ever say the words. Is this a Charlie Puth type situation? Uh, and is he even foreign born? I don't think he's foreign born. He might be Canadian. Okay, see that's Last the thing. Those Canadians, they'll sneak D- up is, on you. Is this a Canadian person? Uh, no, this is not a Canadian person. And Charlie Puth was born in New Jersey. Okay. Is this a well, European? Some people say that's a foreign country. As Colleen would say, is this a European situation? <laughs> okay, so then a man from Europe. Under he's the age of fifty, right he's having a moment. Mm-hmm. And he's been having a moment for the past couple years, actually. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's, it's been a long moment. A very is well, not a very British? long British. Okay, so is it Niall or no? No, is it Harry Styles? Uh, Niall Horan? Uh, Zayn Malik? Uh, is it anybody in One Direction? <laughs> Um, You're missing a big one. Oh, Elton, of course it's not we Elton are. John, because you said under fifty. It's not uh, Sam Smith. Uh, oh my gosh! One big one. Oh, Ed Sheeran. Thank you. Oh, oh my okay. gosh! Woo! We got there. I'm sorry. I'm that sure was the embarrassing. Was yelling. And I apologize. Thank you. Yeah, I'll fill in the blank Thank for you. you. Ed Sheeran wanted huge royalties and a bunch of upfront money and extra songwriting credits to keep working on a record with a foreign bass group. Now, some people were speculating that this foreign bass group was the Spice fi- Girls. Sorry. No. <laughs> My maybe, God, calm down. Maybe five seconds of summer. Oh, sure. Yeah, those guys, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very well. Uh, and their label wanted them to take the deal, but they wanted no part of it and have been very restrained in their comments about the situation. Oh. Meaning that Ed Sheeran would be making all the money from this record, and then these guys from Five Seconds of Summer, whatever band it may be, would go out there and perform and make nothing. Mm. That's horrible mm-hmm. and wrong. Ah, oh, the nerve. Uh, I frankly want to do one more. Is the other one easy-ish? Nah, no, I, there's not a lot of easy blind items today. I have to say. Okay. I well, have to say. Fine. We won't do another one. Instead, we will take a little break here. Because I got to go to the bathroom. So. so do I. Do you really? Yeah, let's, oh, go. let's go pee together. Uh, um, Me we'll too. Yay. Yeah, let's have a meeting. We've got our Google Trends expert joining us after this to tell you what you all have been Googling all week long on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.
Each and every Friday at this time on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We like to check in with our friend Molly Vandenberg. She's a Google Trends expert and she's going to tell us what you've been Googling all week long. You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. We've got Molly Vandenberg on the line. Hi, Molly. How are you? Hi, Colleen and Bradley. I am doing great. It is almost weekend time, so I'm very excited. I hope you're doing well, too. Yes. Absolutely. Well, we are sad uh, today to, to learn of the news of... Um, Anthony Bourdain, who died by suicide, we, we learned this morning. And another person who also died under similar circumstances was Kate Spade earlier in the week. And so certainly that's been trending. Yes, incredibly tragic news with iconic handbag designer Kate Spade passing away this week in a tragic apparent suicide in her Manhattan apartment. She was really such an influence on the design world. And I know someone that I really admired personally. So it's incredibly sad news but we saw a huge outpouring of support and of course people turning to google to get more information and i'm just really really disheartened and sad about Mm -hmm. the events of this week yeah do you have a sense of how people were interacting with google um when it comes to suicide specifically as related to kate spade Yeah, and when we see these things happen, in general, people kind of get wind, whether it be from other colleagues or friends or something, saying that the news happened. So a lot of times we see people kind of searching the Internet to confirm and really get the details. So we see that as well. And, of course, we always, around this, it is such an unfortunate event. We see a lot of people looking for resources and ways that they can direct people just in case anyone in their lives are um, facing something similar. And it's really eye-opening and a very difficult thing. So we see engagement around that as well. You know, um, one of the things that we have talked about in, in relation to the death of Kate Spade and now today, Anthony Bourdain, um, we've been talking about how it brings the conversation just above the surface a little bit more. And so, again, you know, the fact that people are using Google to try to find more information about suicide, about um, about where to get help, about signs that somebody may be struggling, all of those things sort of help support the notion that we are becoming more aware and um, and having an opportunity to, to speak openly and freely about it. So um, it is nice. Thank you for sharing with us, Molly, that Google is reflecting people's need for understanding. Definitely. It's such an important discussion to have, and we serve a results spot to the top of search results pages, and we try to be intentional about surfacing that information for people when they need it the most, so that way they can get clear direction. So um, really terrible events this week, but something that, as you said, shines a light on a very important issue. Indeed. Now, here's another very important issue, and I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek and mostly um, tongue, hopefully, in food. Um, IHOP trended this week. To remind us why, and then um, we'll just talk about how we love food and IHOP in particular. <laughs> yes, you know, pancakes. I, I love them. And IHOP, obviously, standing for International House of Pancakes, and it has been for a very long time, but the brand actually tweeted out this week that they are going to undergo a name change, and that name change is going to be to IHOB, 
replacing the P with a B. And of course, this set off a whole train of internet discussion as to what the B will stand for. We don't have official confirmation. A lot of people would say breakfast. That was my first instinct. But you know what I've heard? I've heard a fringe theory that it could be burgers. Interesting. See, now I thought you were going to say bacon, which I was for. But burgers. Burgers make sense because uh, I think that's probably one of the things they're trying to do, at least from our vantage point, is maybe remind people they're not just about pancakes. Yes, and so I think that they're trying to widen the scope. It's unclear as to what direction. Some people say maybe it's going to be the International House of Brunch, but the burgers thing really kicked off on Reddit when someone had left a comment saying, like, everyone, it's burgers. And then the Internet, of course, found out that that person was a manager at IHOP, and then it kicked off an entire other stream of IHOP employees saying that we were just trained on these burgers. So we'll have to wait and see. But now I'm asking myself, is it actually burgers? Is this all an elaborate ruse to throw us off track? I don't know. Well, here's what I will say. What I will say is this marketing is working because we are sitting right now speaking with an actual Google Trends expert about how IHOP was trending this week because of whatever this stunt is. So whatever they're doing, it's working, right? Exactly. We're all talking about it. And a lot of people have searched on Google for IHOP. So like you said, good on them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, finally, the U.S. Postal Service is trending. Yes. Why for? And for a really fun reason. So they actually introduced a line of scratch and sniff stamps, and they are all popsicle scented. So they, you know, got a fun boost in some search traffic this week because people were pretty intrigued. Do you have a a list of the different flavors of uh, frozen treats that we can smell on our stamps? Yes, and so I know that there will be 10 of them. Uh, The exact details haven't been revealed yet, but I think we can expect quite an array. Oh, for sure. I do have to just say, um, I'm suspicious of the scratch and sniff technology. Why? I don't know. It has always seemed weird to me, but I do love that this is happening, and I wish that we would have, like, why didn't we do that sooner? Why Why did we not have Well, because people actually use stamps and thought of them as, like, official and, like, important, and now it's now like, everything has help to be fun. sell stamps! <laughs> But yeah, I would really like to receive a scratch and sniff stamp in the mail. So maybe once they release, I will send one to you. You can send one to me and we can report back and discuss whether they actually smell like popsicles. We will be pen pals. Molly, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. It is always a pleasure, and you have a great weekend. You as well. That's Molly Vandenberg. Thanks, Molly. She's our Google Trends expert. We talk to her every Friday to see what you've all been Googling all week long. Well, one of the things that uh, that we have spent some time on the Internet researching ourselves is uh, the life of Anthony Bourdain. We got the news early this morning that... Um, Anthony Bourdain died by suicide at the age of 61. And when we come back on the other side of this, uh, we have, you know, we are closely connected uh, here in our community with our very own food um, experts, foodies, food writers. And one of them is our friend Stephanie March. And Bradley, you reached out to Stephanie to see if she would join us. Yep. And uh, she's going to join us. She's going to talk about, you know, what his passing means to food writers like herself, as you mentioned, uh, people like Dara. Uh, uh, Dara Moskowitz-Grumdahl, and really the entire community of food writers and appreciators.
Like those of us eaters, eaters, which is what we all yeah. are, um, which is one of the things. And we'll talk about this a little bit more with Stephanie March. But one of the things that Anthony Bourdain was able to do that not everybody is, that not every food food type person is able to do is he was able to to take this thing that we all have in common, which is the fact that we eat and uh, and be a food writer and somebody interested in food and a chef. But make that conversation about more than just the food we eat. Um, and that is something very unique that he contributed, at least from our standpoint, as viewers of his show, Parts Unknown, uh, as readers of his work, etc. But Stephanie will be able to speak specifically to what his work has done in the food community and what people around her uh, are, are now saying in, in grieving this major loss. Stephanie March coming up next with us, Colleen and Bradley, on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.